You're listening to the Mobcast Network. I, I did, but then like right before I, the song happened, I, I saw knew. it in your eyes. Yeah, and then I just lost it. I can see it in your oh, eyes. Oh my gosh! I am your Native American pop culture freak, God Scotty, and I'm joined by, as always, our Jedi Master JD, and the man who puts men into mendos, <laughs> Jim J. What? Wait, <laughs> Jim J. Bullock, Jim J. Hall, take two. The man who puts men into mandos. Yeah. Co-host. What do you call uh what what's another name for a Mandalorian armor uh, armorer? What's that? A mendor. I don't know where I was going with this. What? I, had, I had it working in my brain and it- <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't said Oh, we're legit now. Uh, yes. He's ready. Oh my god. Uh for the the two people in the audience, that was a rim shot that they did not hear until you know, so Oh my god. Uh, that's perfect. That is awesome. Uh, ah, crap. Our new our new podcast device is full of all kinds of neat things. That's great. We have Coos here. Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> What's up, Coos? I'm delightful. I'm back. We are back. It's been a while since we've talked, so and we're now celebrating episode um, nine of the show Mandalorian, and I think this is episode eleven of our show Mando Mondays or season two or episode one season two, I guess. Um, since we finished up last year, they did say season two. Huh? It's kind of weird. They changed it's it. It's season two, but it's chapter nine. Yeah, chapter nine. Yeah. Oh, so it's it season two, episode one, chapter, chapter nine. nine. So they've continued. Because so I mean, it picks kind of right back up. Nomenclature stands, then. Yes. With your way pedantic vernacular. If I, I'm nothing if I'm not pedantic. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's what she said. I don't know. I don't know. So chapter nine was uh, uh, called The Marshal, uh, written and directed by John Favreau. It's the most Western episode, episode we've I've had, had so far. Yeah. It, it had Indian. All Mando. Right. It right. was the most. It actually had so Indians. So much so that at the end, they even went to anamorphic. Yep. Um, really? I didn't uh, notice that. An old classic yeah. Western thing. Yeah, no. Because um, nobody likes anamorphic. Right. Um, and so they actually went to it, which was great. All right. So it, uh, our, our, it stars Pedro Pascal as the Mandalorian. And some other guys. <laughs> I'll, I'll talk about that in a second. Uh, John Lekwazamo as uh, the voice of Gore Koresh, the uh, Abyssin one-eyed dude. I wonder, is he related to David? David Gore Koresh? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he had his he had his followers. He got them all killed. Yeah, the, Why not? Yeah. <laughs> I always wonder if he was uh, related to the Borganesh from like Rogue One. The thing that was reading um, Bodhi's um, mind. Oh yeah, the Mogres, yeah. oh, whatever. Yeah. Which should have been a stupid. It should have been a IT. Was it? Was, yeah, the probe droid. Should have been the, the interrogator droid. But yeah. no, we want to be doing something different. Amy Sedaris as uh, Pelly Matos. She's back from season one. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Timothy Elephant as Cobb Vanth. And my wife's uh, man. <laughs> oh, is, is, is he on her list? He, oh, he's kind of on my list, too. I don't know. Yeah, dude. Yeah, she yeah. about it. I was like, hey, Mando's out. She was like, that's fine. I was like, Tim- Timothy Elephant's in. She's like, Whoosh. put that on the couch. I was like, yeah, interesting. Uh, w. Earl Brown as the week a proprietor. jam right there. That is Dan. He's my jam. Yeah, Dan. We have a Deadwood reunion happening in the Mandalorian. It's the greatest thing I, in the world. I wish he would have pulled a knife. It would have been awesome. Oh, my God. Or and someone's I, a blurg sucker. And I kind of don't want to say this, but it was in the IMDb, so I'll say uh, Tamara Morrison as Boba Fett. Bubble Fett. Bubble Fett. So. Spoiler alert. Yeah. So, well, you know, if you're listening to a recap show and not watch the show, that's on you, right? <laughs> Fair. Fair. <laughs> so, uh, real quick, um, before we get into the episode, uh, there has been a... Uh, you know, Mandalorian has done really well over the year. It won up a ton of Emmys. Like all the special effects Emmys, it won. Yeah. It didn't win any like the the. Never will. It never will. But at least it's recognized in that set. So it you know it, it does better than a Star Trek. Sorry, Discovery or Picard, where they're there. I think they had one nomination apiece, and yeah. Mando had a bunch. But a different the, you know the, the the thing about what Mando has done, and this is an argument against why the sequels of uh, the sequel trilogy is so terrible, is that Star Wars and even the prequels. Up the ante in technology, yep, and craft, yep, and the sequel trilogies did not. No, nope. <laughs> they just made movies. Yep, and Mando comes in and goes, "We've built a holodeck to make movies." In. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it, Picard. <laughs> well, they also like they also have innovated. So there's a lot of it's not just the uh, the the volume. There's a lot of like crazy CG innovation that's happening too because they're doing like some really in depth. Because Baby Yoda is, yes, a puppet, but not all puppet. No, like, no. So some of the rendering that they're doing is like of a level that has just never been seen before. Like exactly. Some really high-end rendering, which is code. No one cares about until it like looks bad. Right. In 10 years, when we have super photo reel beaming into your brain shit, and people are like, you're Mandalorian. That show looks terrible nowadays. Jar Jar right. still kind of holds up, though. Well, like, we don't, but, yeah. but we don't, I mean, I guess he was saying in 10 years, Mandalorian's going to look like the Scorpion King. Right. Well, better not. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, but, um, you know, we, we talked about this in our season one of our, our show about Pedro Pascal not being in the suit as often as, you know, he would like to have claimed to be. <laughs> I have a small inside baseball from friends in the industry. He's a little more in the suit this season than he was previous. And there was a talks of, you know, there, there was talks about if he's going to continue in the you know show because he wanted to show his face more and all that. Um, cause you know, actors, yep. but, uh, he addressed that yep. and, uh, I think for, uh, variety, uh, Vanity Fair yeah, one of the two, yeah. one, one, and said, Hey, um, you know, in the end, it's all about baby Yoda. <laughs> so he's, he's on board. So yep. yeah, cool. which, which I think is, which I think is good. So, um, we'll, we'll see from there. Sorry. Um, I, I did not do a deep, you know, I usually do a bounty puck, a deep dive on one of the, um, Actors, and uh, I did not. I was going to do but, Tim, Timothy Elephant, but I passed this time around. You shared something that was really f- kind of fun, though. I think it was in to our little our little show. Was it in our show chat or was yeah. it just on Facebook? It, uh, I think it's on Facebook in general. Did you read that tweet? The series of tweets that 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 Earl did. Yeah, just came out like that's a beautiful. So that's who that was. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. I didn't. Yeah. 
like I didn't get more out of it because I didn't know who was making right. this. Yeah. Other so than, do you want to do this? No, 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 no. Yes. Yeah. So Debra Brand, uh, for for those who don't know JD, <laughs> um, the what? The, 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 those that don't know you, yeah, well, the, doesn't know, know, like, doesn't know this information, like yeah. JD, who doesn't know this oh, info. Okay, uh, you know, both know Timothy me. Elephant and um, W.R. Brown were on a show called Deadwood from HBO, which is the best western ever Period. put on TV. Yep. And um, with the most expletives ever, right? And it's almost, especially the Woo episode. But it's also, it's also. In a way, it's it's almost Shakespearean. There's there, there's beautiful. a lot of soliloquies, and I mean, it's, like if you know, for people who want to be you know a profession in acting, I highly recommend you watch Glengarry Glenn Ross and then Deadwood. Yep. Because you'll learn all about yeah. acting in those those you know three seasons of Deadwood and Glengarry Glenn Ross. And so um, it took me. Speaking of, it took me a while to understand why Glengarry Glenn Ross oh, was so good. Yeah, so good. But it was. No, it's true. I mean, but it, anyway. So uh, Earl Brown, he uh, plays a character called um, um, Dan Doherty on uh, Deadwood, who's a, he's a second, you know, kind of command. He's the you know, second banana. He's a henchman. Henchman, head henchman, I would say. Yeah, yeah. He's For good a while, with, it goes back and forth. Yeah, he's good yeah. with a knife. Um, it's, Deadwood's a show that makes you like the bad guys and make you question who are actually bad guys in the show because, you know, it's great. And then Timothy Oliphant comes in and he ends up being like the the town sheriff. He's the marshal. I mean, he's the marshal. Literally, yeah. Dan's also a bartender. Right. The show. Dan's so, also. I mean, it's like straight up. So they basically recreated this for for the Mandalorian. Nice. So. Which is like, again, as a Deadwood fan, like I <laughs> I just didn't know who it was initially. It didn't, right. I didn't put two and four. I was like, just the voice. And then I went to IMDb, which I would. This will be the spoiler warning that I gave to Scotty. The mistake I made was trying to figure out whose voice it was. I went to IMDb, and that's where it confirmed the Boba Fett leak. And then, in further, it like listed like, so, casting spoilers inside of there that I did not want no, to know. Well, I don't want to know. Yeah. So, so I the Fett through. leak for me came out this way. I was looking at in the episode, you know, you know um, Timothy uh, Olyphant's character uh, Cobb Vanth wears Bo- Boba Fett's armor, and I never remembered. The light on his chest. The Night Rider. The night. The kit implant. I never noticed it, like in the movies. Yeah. And so I was like, when I first saw that, I was like, that can't be Fett's armor. This light thing is driving me nuts. And so I went to Wikipedia to see if it had a light, and maybe I missed. I just never noticed it. And uh, so I go to Wikipedia, Boba Fett, and the first thing is a damn picture. I mean, just the bald head right there, and it was just like. Mm. Well, I'm 20 minutes before the end of this episode. <laughs> Ruined. Wow. So when I saw it, I was kind of, I mean, it was still cool, but I was like, ah, what a bit cooler. But did it have the light and we just didn't pay attention? Uh, I, I got so disgusted when I saw it. I didn't does, anybody, it. does our live studio audience know this? The light? You know that there's a light on Boa Fett's? Yeah. No? Nobody remember remembers that? Yeah. There we go. I will say that. That's where I was surprised by it. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think we all kind of leaning yeah, in. I, I only figured out just the actor. Yeah. It could have been er 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 from <laughs> from a new hope. Sure. You know the first one you see er 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 with er 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 er's rifle. <laughs> I just was watching. Uh, Scotty got me to watch. The, what's that Star Trek show? 
Discovery. No, the other one, the cartoon. Oh, um, Lower uh, Decks. Lower Decks. And I didn't like it at first, but then there's one Klingon joke. It's like, where have I heard that name before? You mean like because all Klingon names have an apostrophe? She's like, oh yeah, that's it. That's the same people. It's like, you mean... Yeah. Yeah. They all sound like a seal, baby seal being clubbed. Maybe we should overdub it. Sorry, I'm having technical difficulties. Well, that's because it's my old laptop. Scotty looks like a you carrying this laptop around looks like you love beer. I do. <laughs> it's like all beer labels. I just I suddenly just although want, one of them's never tell me the odds double IPA, which was one of the best beers I've ever tasted. Just, Why don't you like your mouth? What do you mean? You like double IPAs, oh, IPAs, yeah, and IPAs with no alcohol. You obviously so hate was, your mouth. You know, that is our new sponsor. <laughs> Power of positivity. Do, do they know it? <laughs> they do now. <laughs> Listen, hot tea makes a delicious uh, beverage. You said it tastes like an IPA, so therefore I can't believe you. Well, I mean, I happen to enjoy IPAs. That's why you I asked. Basically, why you- like to drink the flavor of two-day-old coffee. Huh? Yeah, that's what a stout is. I don't drink coffee. beer. Oh, I hate. You can't just slam I hate. IPAs. I absolutely can't because they're worse than normal beer. No, no, no. Because <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not Mm-mm. bougie. I don't drink with my pinky out. Mm-mm. I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. How are you gonna hate on California when you're just like them? <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> this is our other sponsor, Polar. Cold as a polar bear's nuts. I want some angry like. I'm a cider guy. I love ciders. I'm sure. So All right, we'll work on it. That's. I mean, I can get you some homemade mead. I mean, it's, qu- it's questionable. Okay. <laughs> I, I do have. I, there, since we're yeah, in we're, pause mode right sure. now. This is just the outtakes episode, but I do have questions. Do you think possible? Have you had? You've had moonshine. Yes. Right. Oh God. Yeah, it's delightful mm. on occasion. Well, John makes good moonshine, but it's not like. Start your car moonshine. Right. That I've also had in an ill-advised... homemade mead? No. See, here's what scares me. Homemade moonshine could kill you. Yes. <laughs> or I mean, blind you. I just feel like homemade mead sounds closer to death than right. homemade mead. <laughs> no. So, oh, God. It was, it was one molecule away from rubbing alcohol. It was an ill-advised spring break. Now, apple pie is amazing. <laughs> yeah. And like I said, John over here makes some an amazing moonshines, but I don't know if they're just find Everclear and just like I don't know if it's put some like Jolly Ranchers in it for I'm, the ladies. I'm pretty sure it's not out distilled out in his you know forest. Right? Maybe he 3D printed it. <laughs> he did. <laughs> a still, it's a very small one. He makes one shot at a time. But they're good. It takes weeks. They're they're tasty. Yeah. Um. But no <laughs> spring. Whew, we were in Gulf Shores. At a club, he's going to some place right now, folks. And 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 this will make a, a local found us. He was like, "Come back to our house it's for home, a party." It's all making it <laughs> tangents. Let's go, let's let's go to random dude's Nothing house for a party. Tangents. Here's a metal cup. Oh, oh God, I got to breathe fire that night. You probably did. I probably did. Anyway, you ready? Sure. Yes. Here's the summary of. The Mar- of, of the Saturday night party uh, that you had uh, in Gulf Shores with the moonshine. Of the episode. Okay. <laughs> the Mandalorian and the best marketing ploy of 2020 make their way to the Gamorrean fights where they hook up with a one-eyed monster man played by Luigi. 
<laughs> Mando has been charged to bring Kevin, aka Baby Yoda, aka the asset, aka the child, back to his people. And well, he needs other Mandos for that. Luigi, of course, betrays him because this is the first act and Luigi really likes Beskar. The Mando is way too good for him, uses those whistling birds to whoop on his henchmen and get the info he needs to find another Mando on Tatooine. Dun, dun, dun. On Tatooine. How is that not a button? <laughs> it can be. We, <laughs> we can make that, that a button. Dun, 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 dun button. Can, yes. On Tatooine, we are reunited with Strangers with Candy, <laughs> who really wants a baby Yoda and apparently can't find one in stores. <laughs> Isn't that an episode of Strangers with Candy? Probably so. She lets him know where the town of Mos Pe- uh, Pelgo is and tells Mando to borrow her speeder again. He zooms off with the child on another adventure that leads him to the forgotten Freetown. In a bar run by Dan Doherty of Deadwood, as a weak way, he's introduced to, uh, to the Freetown's Marshal Cobb Vanth, who, who is totally wearing Boba Fett's armor. Mando wants the armor. Vanth wants a crack dragon to stop messing with his people. So they make a deal to hunt down the dragon in exchange for the armor. Along the way, the trio, trio discovers that the sand people also want to kill the crack dragon. Seems like they've been studying it for a while and feeding it to keep it asleep. But they're going to need to help, help to kill it. A lot of help. So they make a deal with the Freetown people. It's rough going, but the sand people and the people of Freetown make an uneasy alliance to kill the dragon. The plan is to bury mining charges at the base of the dragon's cave and lure it so they can blow it up, blow it up at its tummy tum. Its tummy tum. <laughs> and, and that seems to work until, well, it doesn't. The dragon gets loose, causes all kinds of trouble, including melting sand people with acid breath. If you make your saving throw, you take half damage. Zero of them <laughs> made their saving throw. Especially the one guy I've who been rolled in the, the one and yeah. stood still. I've been in those games. Hmm. The plan is going south until Mando makes a new plan. Meet Skippy, the Bantha. <laughs> and poor Skippy is slap loaded with explosives. <laughs> this, is, this was our plan in that game. Yeah. The That's Mando a, and Vanth lure the dragon in. I knew in. it sounded familiar. <laughs> it was completely our plan. That's two they owe us, Junior. Yep. The Mando and Vanth lure the dragon into eating the Mantha and his payload. Plus the Mando too. The Mando escapes man explosion, all John McClane-like, and in the day is saved. The dragon is dead. The sand people have a ton to eat. Plus they find the fabled great dragon pearl. Uh, seriously, it's a thing. Look it up. Play the first nights of the Old Republic. Yeah, how does that fit a lightsaber? <laughs> yeah, apparently they cut it. I don't believe it. No. At no point in any book have they indicated that that thing was cuttable. It's always been like, take it out of the dragon, put it in the saber hilt. Uh, the free townspeople have peace with the sand people. The Mando gets Fett's armor. All is well. The Mando and the child zoom back to the Razor's crest. Except there's a mysterious dude is watching them. That dude is totally Bubba Fett, right? It's got to be. Credits. No, Jingo. <laughs> Jingo. I, uh, so what is he going to do with Fett's armor? Uh, I think he'll return it back to... yeah. Remember the, the, the pile at the when, yeah. when they find the covert, like yeah. the armor has all the best car, all the pieces of armor. 
in her possession because it's so limited. Yeah, is that the idea? Yeah, that. So, are we going to see them then melt Fett's armor down? See, I was under the impression until they change it, and uh, until they change Fett's armor, it's plastic steel, not Beskar. Oh, true. Yeah, his armor's always been plastic steel. So, so plastic steel then is also uh, impervious to sarlacc acid. Uh, and or blaster plastic, bolts. Yeah. And plaster, uh, but yeah, so plastic steel and Beskar are both antacids. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're the Zantac of the... Well, no, Zantac causes cancer. <laughs> they're the Prevacid of the universe. Oh, Tums. <laughs> Somebody please overdub that. Dum, da, dum, dum, and, then have, and then have Boba Fett turn around. <laughs> So there's a lot to talk about. So, so is it canon that his armor is plasteel? Yes. Okay. Well, what it is until it's not. They can retcon. Yeah, they'll retcon it. They'll retcon it. But where is it canon? Like, do they talk about it in Clone Wars or something? Because I don't remember them saying plasteel in the movies. It's one of the books. But is it a canon? Yeah, book? it's a canon book. It's okay. a new book. It's a new book. Well, I mean, again, like I said, it is plastic steel until it's not. Yeah. Right. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> until they say it's best guards currently. And, still and part well. of it is, I think, I think television, or I'm sorry, uh, visual, especially like motion picture visual, whether it's a movie or TV or whatever, seems to be the trend with Disney is that trumps anything else. in the Exactly. Sure. And, uh, and I've got... Uh, I've also got a, I've got a couple examples in trivia, but the the, the real big example is uh, like our audience had um, pointed out. Um, Ahsoka Malphite is in the yeah. Ahsoka novel, and it's way different than the Ahsoka novel. It's very fast in the Ahsoka novel, and so they took elements of that and then they expanded it in the Clone Wars. And so the the Ahsoka novel now is that part of the fight is is a legend, or you know, as someone told it, and then what we saw is what happened. Right. Right. Yeah, and the rest of the book's canon. So the rest of the book's canon. So. so, yeah. Or whoever witnessed it or someone in the background was like, that's the story they tell. Or, you know. Hmm. It, it's the, you know, the telephone game. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, it's passed down. So that's how it happens. I I really like how this episode just picks up. I, I You know, a lot of TV shows will do like... Uh, you know, season two, episode one is a different, ep- you know, it's, it's a, almost a, like a different feel or, you know, it's same show, but we're in a dis- different direction. I still feel like we're still on this journey. Yeah. I mean, which is great. No, uh, I, I love that because most, you're right. Most season twos are, let's try something new. We've got to push an envelope, which they may do later, but they'll, the tie into, I mean, it's literally called Chapter Nine. It follows. Well, they're, they're also rolling in a nice uh, gimmick. So if you watch the pace of the, the way the show flows out, we, we get the setup that's they're they're following their own sort of path. Because at the end of it, we have a big reveal. Yeah. And if you think about it, last time the big reveal like changed the entire Star Wars. Hell, it changed Disney's entire marketing campaign. Right. Right. I mean, Baby Yoda changed the face of the world. Right. right. So now, again. Baby Yoda is not as is, is way more important that in the big scheme of things than Boba Fett, like the revelation of Boba Fett. But the fact that that's there is a, is a big deal. It's going to spin off a, a pretty big chain of events. So here's the thing that one of the big questions I had from watching the episode, which once we saw the armor, you know, I was like, "Ooh, Boba's going to be here." You know, oh no, it's not him. But then he didn't have the cape, and he doesn't. But he does have the spurs. Uh, Cobb has the spurs when he walks. Right. Right. The spur noise. Who found Ming-Na? We're still like, I still think it was the Mando. 
popped in. Mm-mm. But remember back when we had this discussion, y'all were like, it's Boba Fett. Well, it wasn't Boba Fett. No, no. I, I, I did not say it was Boba Fett. I, I still stand by, I think it's Cad Bane. I think Cad Bane's great. Right. There is no canon for him yet. Yeah, so. So it could be Cad Bane, but I could also argue it could still be Boba Fett. It's just now it's Fett in. It's the Fett we had on Tatooine. He's already there. Right, but is he still. But we. I mean. True. We didn't see his boots, so. Right, but he. But Cobb didn't have a cape running down. Yeah, but see, Boba Fett did. But he had cloak, not cape. No, no, no! I'm talking about the new, the the, the last frame. That fat yeah, looked that, like he was wearing a long. He was he was wearing tennis. like sand people outfit. Yes, yeah, it's, it's distinct. It's so, still distinctive enough not to be sand people. I think right. the color. I mean, the coloring's all wrong. But if but. you remember, we saw boots and that partial cape, not flowing robes that, like sand people have the robes in the front. We saw his legs, right? So that's my point. Is we still like. I think that I think Jaren's got him got her stash somewhere, probably in Carbonite, waiting. Yeah, maybe waiting. Not. Either way, we'll see. But that, but that just makes an I interesting story. That was my interest. That was my interest. It is makes that we episode more interesting. Yeah, too. we didn't see. Now that we're back on Tatooine, we still don't know what happened to whatever her assassin uh, Fennec. Um, we didn't see. We we still have no resolution on her. That's true. That's true. So, yeah. but because we have Timothy Oliphant, chances are we'll come back to Tatooine. Oh, we're definitely coming back. You, you don't get, you don't. Get, or oh, and Boba Fett, but Timothy Oliphant. Yeah, we're you don't get Timothy Oliphant into a room and say, "Hey, we're only going to." Oh, use I like what Kevin Smith calls him, Timothy Oliphantastic. Oh, I want, I want to hear him say something like, "Are you okay? Are you sure? Because you just went through the dune." Like, because that's my favorite line delivery from him ever was in Gone in sixty seconds. Yeah. Are you okay? Are you sure? Because you just went through a wall. Yeah. It's He's great. great I love it. It's good. I like you. Everything is at the Die Hard film. Yeah, absolutely, he's he's bad in the Die Hard film. He's in. Well, it's because he's the bad guy. And, nope. Uh, <laughs> he just wants that button. I do give it. I have a. I now have a mental goal per episode. Oh my God! Yes. Now and it's time to play. Yeah, that one. Oh, I don't want to play that. No, that's the tangent thing. Ready. There it is. Nice. Um, all right, so there's uh there's the pod racing gimmick, which is kind of fun to see that stuff. The the one pod race engine that he turned into a. I mean, it's fun. Motorcycle or whatever. Yeah, let's I go. Enjoy it. Yeah. When uh, I asked my wife, I was like, "Did you see Anakin's pod racer?" She's like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Yeah." I looked at it. I went, "Wizard." <laughs> <laughs> There's that. There was uh, obviously, to me, the big deal was like growing up, knowing about the crate dragon, all those singings. Um, I'm just trying to hear what it is. Either way. Um, <laughs> flip the switch. The switch. Oh, that, no. no. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so that's what I was trying. Lights on. Oh, well, yeah, that's what I was trying to do the lights. Trying to use the force to. Uh, yeah. Um, but just having like having the great dragon 
exist yeah. for me to see it and not be in a video game, but actually in again motion picture. I thought that was like a that's a big plus for me. I, and the Craig Draco was cool. I wasn't let down by it. I, you know, yeah. that could have gone yeah. either way, and I th- I like the way they did it. Yeah. I don't know. Right. Yeah. And it did sound like the sound that Obi Wan. Yeah. No. Obi Wan makes. Yeah. I mean, they do use that they, yeah, similar the, the sound. Sound is correct. Yeah. What I did enjoy is after they're peeling the meat off of it, it's sort of laying in the same position as the the one you see when yep. right. R two and three PO are running yep. through the dunes. And there's look. There's there's the Scotty pointed out just watching it the second time because that was my second pass through. Mm-hmm. I just hadn't had a chance. But even then, like the the. All the Banthas walking single file, like everything going yeah. sort of in order. Just little little details like that as a fan are what make the show much more interesting. My wife could care less. She'll never pick up on it. She just wants to see Timothy Oliphant's tight pants. <laughs> <laughs> Which were covered in armor. Timothy Oliphant's so, fantastic pants. Can, can I offer some criticism of this episode? Yeah. Of course. Um, haven't I'm we, sure we're going to have the episode that we, we equally hate and you love. I'm waiting I, for that I, 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 first of all, I will say I liked this episode. I, I didn't. But did you like it more than episode four? Uh, no, no. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> you know why? Because we've seen it before. Yeah, we've, no, true. we've seen this episode before. Yeah. This is a combo of episode four and episode two. So it's 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 instead of helping Jawas to get an egg, they have Tusken Raiders get a pearl, and then they basically do this. You know, the Seven Samurai. But it's a Western trip, right? Right, right. right. Mm-hmm. So, but there's my, like four of them. You got to keep using I just, them. I just want to say it needed to be addressed. It, yeah. You know, it was a, the only thing we haven't had is a cattle rustling, which would be blurred rustling, and, and then that or would, banthas, or banthas. Yeah, um, I just need them off Tatooine now. I, I, or I nerfs. See some other I want to literally nerf herding is a thing. The nerf herding. So is, let's have and, us a nerf. And herd. we've never seen a nerf. That's what I was about to say. We've never <laughs> seen a nerf. I want to see nerfs. I want to see them being herded by Gundarks and somebody pulling ears off of them. So we know how strong you have to be, be to pull, to pull the ears off a Gundark. Gundark. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds fantastic. And so, yeah, um, I was, the only thing I know, I, the only thing I noticed about the episode that I was like, you know, it was, we're, it, you know, it was a season premiere, and just like ah, we've already just started repeating things, and it's like instead of repeating, it's like oh well, we combined them, so it's new, and it's like. Yeah, I don't know if you can make Reese's pieces out of this or Reese's cups out of this. Well, they took Reese's pieces and they put them in a Reese's peanut butter cup and they said it's new. <laughs> right. So those are bad, though. So they're not very good. No. No. I mean, they a, do what they're supposed to do. But then deliver chocolate peanut butter to my mouth hole. They made Reese's sticks, which are amazing. So maybe episode two is a Reese's stick. So, so maybe chapter ten will be Reese's a stick. Reese's is a stick. The Reese's monkey. Um, that being said, I, there's, there's a lot of things I like to. I like even from Brilliant. the get go. I, I I love the fact we got an abyssin, and we haven't seen an abyssin since Jedi. Yeah, and uh, and that was fun. And the, the Gamorians, f- you know, fighting. But they were fit Gamorians. That's right. What I noticed. I was like, these aren't pudgy Gamorians. No, these are fit Gamorians. Probably fed his Gamorreans really well, but like they, they still were had Gamorreans. But they still had that. That's my new pants. Waddle thing, <laughs> but but yeah, and those fat furry butts. I mean, right. I know those are pants, but right. like They're just padded. Yeah, Jabba was hiring retired butts. So so my question I'm about that. I'm getting too old for this post shit. 40, I'm going to go work for Jabba. They're, they're post forty Gamorreans go to Jabba. That's what happens for the. So so in that fight though. 
vibro the, axes. Those right? vibro axes mm-hmm. were they were they handicapped vibro axes or are, is Gamorian skin that tough? Because that I mean, one I, took like three shots yeah. to the chest. And I, was thought just like, the, I thought they were hitting like shields. Like yeah, I thought there was some kind of shield. Yeah, yeah but the slow blade they did slow blades, <laughs> and the slow blade is supposed to penetrate the shield. Shyalude. Shyalude. What? So so. Uh, while I thought the Gamorreans fighting with the Viper axes were cool, I personally would have loved to sing shockboxing. Does anyone remember shockboxing? No. Isn't that what was on the TV when the dude tried to sell him death sticks? I think there's some shockboxing on TV. Uh, shockboxing comes from the old West End games, uh, and it's it's a sport, and it's 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 played with sh- like taser gloves, and it's boxing. It's like MMA with tasers. Oh, crazy! Right, and so uh, it was a class you could play in um, the Western games. You could be a shock boxer, and that I do was, remember that. I just Put two and four together. No, I, the thing on the TV was was basically Rock'em Sock'em Robots. It was two yeah. droids on well, like a big wheel. That's like football. That yeah. droid football, which would have been would have been kind of cool. But so you know, one day we'll get um, uh, shock boxing. I want. You got your Tetra Kasai or whatever. Terrace Kasai. Wow. Yeah. So you like you only get one, Scott. You get one martial art. That's your one martial art. <laughs> but it's Galaxy War I mean. versus Mara Jade. <laughs> Can we talk about the perspective that the, the one part that I did enjoy from this was sort of the cultural and social perspective that came through from the Sand People and and the Cowboys and and pardon the expression, but Indians. Yeah. Sort of paraphrasing to set that up. A successful white man. <laughs> <laughs> It's my favorite part of the episode, and I, I'll, t- I've, I, you know, I've been talking about this on the internet for all, you know, since Friday about this, and um, let's face facts: uh, Indigenous people have been treated terribly in media. Of course, just terribly. Mm-hmm. We're typically monsters or bad guys or savages or background or background or props, like we were in um, um, Lovecraft Country. Yep. And um, or we're we're you know when the white lady needs something to figure out she comes sees us and has a drug trip and then she yes. fi- figures out as a so, spirit walker yeah, much when like Karen, the ma- when Karen needs a recharge right if she can't find a magical negro she comes finds an Indian <laughs> shaman oh so I mean glad that was on your part of the script well he's wild. <laughs> no, but no magic magic negro is a term it's a it's a Hollywood term and uh, 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 Bagger Vance. The legend of back advance. Will Smith is a magical Negro in that. I mean, he's, no, I mean, and so and so and so it's a term, and I, you know, I didn't invent it. It's just what it is. So, I have come to the understanding that there are no such things as Native Americans in Star Wars because there's no America, <laughs> and so. I've come to accept the fact that I'm not going to get my Wakanda-like people, you know, like, you know, this spaced out, we're just not going to get that. And I'm okay with that. And then they gave me sand people and did such an amazing job with treating sand people as an indigenous culture, which they are, and then also showed them with respect and showed that there was real conflict between the settlers and them, and they worked it out, and it's probably an uneasy alliance, which is great. I, as an indigenous person, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed that. And uh, if I ever could thank John Favreau for actually doing something right. 
I mean, just I mean, no, nailed it's a, it. It's a big. I mean, it's it a was huge. And it, look, it's a you're right absolutely and it's a trope it's it's definitely a trope of westerns right right um more modern the modern western is that you see this you know the problems they have to work together uh like but to see it in such a way that the way it was handled as they were with the exception of the mandalorian being the superhero that he is for he's, the most part but they were equals he's a mary right? sue we can accept yeah, he's definitely a mary <laughs> yeah. all the phantom menace boys are just um but if if the mando was a girl they'd freak out but he says he's a dude so what are they gonna do when sabine shows up oh no, i can't wait oh i might have to go super troll <laughs> yeah that's like that's like getting on the boards and just going i might just have to yeah like I've had enough of this shit. Yeah. <laughs> you shut up and go to your room <laughs> without your internet. Go. We don't know how long the Mando has been on Tatooine. He, he obviously knows them. He knows their language. He's been there. I mean, he's been there, or he's like, I mean, if Jawas yeah. Do aren't. Do you know where he grew up? Did they ever say? No. Just where he was found. He actually said that in the flashback. Yeah, but I can't remember where. Yeah, but I'm um, curious. But no, I mean, if Jawas aren't exclusive to and the, Tatooine, know, like we thought, and the is like pushing forty anyway. So I mean, he's not a. I mean, you know, forty's not old, but he's not a. You know, he's, watch it. He's not a spry young man. <laughs> I mean, I'm forty three. He we're probably the same age, and uh, he's way sprier than I am. But uh, he's got Beskar armor. I was gonna say I'd be doing all right if I had Beskar. No, right, I wouldn't. Right, I couldn't right. get up. <laughs> you and I would be like. I'd fall over. And be like, I'm hey, done. Can you come push me out of this chair real quick. <laughs> Do you think they'll take my jetpack away if I use it to get out of this chair? <laughs> <laughs> my jetpack would left my fat ass. I know it. <laughs> so, somewhere there's an alliance inside the uh, inside the Mandalorian group that's like you know, it's an age like a driving age yeah. just kind of thing. It's like eh, he's a little too old for yeah. the jetpack these days. <laughs> Do you hear he crashed into a star destroyer straight through the window? So uh, a question uh, off topic. Well, semi-topic no from tangent. Um, it's adorable. Uh, the crate dragon lived in a sarlacc hole, a cave. Former, a, former, and ate because he ate it. Was it our sarlacc? That's I, right. I don't think so. Well, all sarlaccs. We don't know about sarlaccs. Well, they, if they can be digested for thousands of years, I imagine the sarlacc can right, live so that I'm long. I'm curious how. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, but I don't think it's ours because the 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 geography is not right. I mean, we don't know. That. We don't know. I mean, we that, do. That's that, over the ridge. We don't know what's over the, the hill. Yeah. Right, but during the, the whole the job, of car, Carcoon could be on the other side of that. No, because in that whole at beginning of re- return, when they're sailing out on the barge, you see nothing think of it but this way, sand. Though. Think of it this way, though. Unless like it's that, a retcon it into a fancy mirage where you can't see over the lip. No, 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 no. Just consider how long that that crate dragon is, right? Yeah. And, and we don't know where that Sarlacc pit was. That's just a cave entrance. But 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 I'm just saying, go back and watch Return. No, I get you. You never see anything but sand, like onto the horizon, which is what eight mm. miles. But if you're again, well, on Earth, visually, who knows looking, what the if you're looking down at something like this, right? And you make this kind of move, you're not going to see the cliff that's over here. But that's what I'm saying. Unless they retcon it to you couldn't see it. I just I, my point in bringing it up, and I think it's a great point, is that it to me, if Boba Fett is stuck in the Sarlacc pit, being digested slowly over a thousand years, and he can't fly his way out or whatever because he's fallen and he can't get up. If the crate dragon came in and ate 
that Sarlacc pit. And then Boba Fett, that was his loophole. That was his way out. And he shed his armor to get there, and he just punched his way out and went. Like, that. that's... So, the only argument I could see for it being the Sarlacc we've seen is that Jabba says go to the Sarlacc pit, not a Sarlacc pit. So, but still, I don't think it's the same one. Um, I have a uh, canon answer for this question. Oh, interesting. And uh, in Aftermath, um, the novels that uh, bridge the gap between Return of the Jedi and um, that other movie that started that whatever. The Last Jedi? <laughs> no, the one before it. Oh, yeah. I'm weird, that shirt. It's for you. <laughs> I've never seen it before. Uh, Just to remind you. The, the, you know what it is. Um, Malachi, the Rancor Keeper. Uh, it, the, 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 end of the, the end of the book features Malachi and how bummed he's out that the Rancor's dead. And he's like the last one to leave Jabba's. Like, people stay at Jabba's Palace for a while hoping a hut will come back and run it. And then, like, Foo's running out, and people start leaving, and he's, like, the last one to leave because he's just super depressed over the death of the Rancor, like, right. super bummed out. And, and like, no one, I mean, you know, no one moved its corpse because everyone died. Yeah. <laughs> and so he kind of watches it rot and just feels terrible. And so he finally kind of puts himself together and goes, and then he's thinking he's going to go, you know, go help the Sarlacc because the Sarlacc is actually wounded because of the, the sail barge explosion. Yeah, and so and then he goes to to go help it and realizes, yeah, I can't help that. <laughs> and so he bums around a little more, and then he's actually f- found by Cobb Vanth, Timothy Elephant's character, and is taken to Freetown. Interesting. And he's supposed to be there at this time. The Mando's there, and he's supposed to. Um, uh, there's a hutling that also is supposed to be there, and that's what he's doing. He's raising this hutling. Crazy. And, and yeah, and so that's all canon. When did this book come out? Uh, right after yeah, first right after Force Awakens. It was like one of the first books. Yeah, Cobb Vanth, Cobb Vanth and the Boba Fett armor stuff has been known for a while. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So when they were talking, like, like when they were talking about Timothy Elephant being on the show, and then Lee he was wearing Fed armor, everyone was like, "Oh, that's Cobb Fan." I mean, like, literally, it was like the, okay. exactly what it was going. See, this on. is why I enjoy staying off the internet sometimes because <laughs> so, I like being surprised like this. Oh, it's totally surprised because I, I can't read. Oh well, <laughs> so, different reasons. <laughs> so cheap to pay for Audible. So until they change it, that it's a different Sarlacc, which to me begs the question: is like, oh, there's more than one Sarlacc on Tatooine, which is fascinating to me. And so, would y'all like some trivia? Yeah, yeah. Sure. Would y'all like some trivia? Yeah. All right. I'll win. Um, well, this is not questions. Oh, okay. Uh, the Kray Dragon makes the same sound that Obi-Wan Kenobi uses to scare off the Tusken Raiders in order to save Luke Skywalker. Uh, in the first Nights of the Old Republic video game, a quest on Tatooine is hunt for the Crape Dragon. Many of the details in this episode, the explosives, the Bantha for bait, the Pearl, make reference in this quest. Uh, fighting the Kray Dragon is similar to the video game Star Wars Bounty Hunter 2002, in which you play Jango Fett and battle Kray Dragon on Tatooine. <laughs> which I thought was great. They were just like... There's like it's good to them looking at the video games for some stuff, which I probably it's probably easier. It's probably easier for them to do like with writers. They would have to pay the writer to use that thing. Right. So like, you know, like when they use Thrawn in Rebels, they paid um, Timmy Zahn extra. Yeah. They paid him a stipend to yeah. do that because licensing, fee. licensing it's kind of like a licensing fee. And Which so, is weird that Disney doesn't do work for hire. That's me being a producer. <laughs> 
Uh, so uh, Gore crashes in Abyssin that the Mando asked for information, played by Joe, uh, John Leguizamo. Abyssins are a species of native to Abyss. Uh, recognized as having a single eye and green skin, the first appearance of an Abyssin was uh, Mayo at the Katina and Mos Eisley in A New Hope, and Luke and uh, Obi-Wan first meet Han and Chewie. But uh, did you, didn't you also tell me that they regenerate? Yeah, they were. So the, we could see. Yeah, in the Decipher game, they regenerated for three fourths. You could bring them back from the Lost Pile. But we don't know what he got eaten by. We just heard growls. Yeah. And saw little red eyes. I see. I didn't see those. I had yeah, glare. Yeah, there's little red eyes. Yeah. But still. There's, there's like little red eyes in the beginning. I'm a piranha. That's what, it's That's what exactly what they were. Hey, excuse me. I'm a piranha. I'm going to take a quick bite. Nom, 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 nom. Happy Halloween. <laughs> so, uh, for our. We're so polite, those piranhas. Uh, for our um, species look, our alien race look, um, I, I picked uh, the Tuscan Raider, most appropriately. So, here's some things about Tuscan Raiders. Tuscan Raiders were species native to the desert world Tatooine. Their homeward uh, harsh environment resulted in them being extremely xenophobic and territorial to their, na- uh, their native resources, and often attacking the outskirts of similar settlements, such as Anchorhead. They view themselves as Tatooine's locals and everyone else as trespassers. This land is my land. <laughs> this land. Oh, yeah. The sand people believe all water was sacred and promised to them, resulting in them raiding moisture farms set up by colonists. So it was like all water. Like you got it from the air. It's still water. It's ours. Yep. Um, rare water wells such as uh, uh, Gaspa were also sacred to the Tuscans. An individual simply trespassing close to one of their water wells could provoke immediate violence. Um, additionally, Tuscan Raiders harvested black melons, which we see in the episode, which grew in the gentle waste, providing them with a re- reliable source of milk or water, I guess. <sighs> that... Black They're smoky. Poo- they, you say they grow in waste? No. Oh. No, in the Judland waste. Judland waste. Oh, I just heard. We first hear that from Obi Wan and Obi Wan. Yeah, that's where they're at when they, when Obi Wan yeah. finds Luke is the Judland waste. Tuscan clan groups uh, consist of twenty to thirty individuals, were led by clan leaders, tribal chiefs, and warlords. Tuscan travels in single files to hide their numbers from individuals in their party. The Sand People communicate in a language known as Tuscan. Uh, at the age of 15, a Tuscan becomes an adult and has to slay a crate dragon and cut out the precious pearl found in his stomach. What? I think we're the adult to- role in the tribe. So I guess that's what happened to that dude. I think we're going to have to retcon that at this point. Probably so. <laughs> uh, Tuscans inhabit encampments and uh, scattered across the Rocky Jellin Waste, known as the Needle, and uh, is also guarded by uh, vicious mastiffs. And we saw that. So, God, how many... How so, many crate dragons is there? Are there then? If that was the well, they. I mean, there could be smaller ones because they were like that's a really big one. So yeah, there could be little little ones. Yeah, but I think also in one of them, well, that might have been a precon. Anyway. Continue to joke. My favorite Tuscan Raiders stories are all legends of uh, Decipher, not Decipher, but uh, Dark Horse did a series of uh, uh, ep- yeah, episode, episode one style comics, and they had um, Kai to Monday go track down a, a, a Jedi who went missing. Yeah. And uh, he ended up just living with the Tuscans, the dead I was, and so he found straight up dances with wolves. <laughs> right, yeah. he straight up dances. And with, he has a kid with. He has him. a kid who ends up becoming Darth uh, Crate yep. and um, uh, legacy stuff. What's it yeah. called? Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, mated with a Tuscan. Yeah, he made it with a Tuscan. So 
Yeah, how that work? They're well, humanoids. when a man loves a woman. Yeah, when a man. Are we, are we really asking how that works? No, I just didn't know. He just lifted up the skirts. <laughs> uh, Tuscans uh, see each other's bodies on their wedding night. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you were, you were, you were a, a guy. Oops. Well, I don't even know if it'd be that. It'd just be like. <laughs> we haven't seen any Tuscan women in, in Mando. They're all dudes. Well, you know. Is there a difference though? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Um. Uh, I will post this in show notes. <laughs> You're one good thing for the day. That's well, the one difference. Good thing. <laughs> I showed Tuscan Raider women in um, episode two. Yeah, yeah, they, they kill them. Slaughter, yeah, and the children, and the, children. And the, the young ladies. in the sand. It gets everywhere. Shut up, God! Ooh, that makes me matter than Last Jedi makes you. Mm-mm, yep. No way. Yes, it does. You don't tell me how I feel. Mm-mm. I can't tell you how you feel. <laughs> that you feel Last Jedi is the worst movie ever made. That no, that line. Godfather 3. Uh, Females look like that. <laughs> oh, you know, that's kind of hot. I'm yeah. sure it is. Look how, like, I'm sure she's hot. Yeah. Sweating. It's probably 130 degrees out there. But we don't know. Have, they, have we seen them on Rogue? No. And, no, no. We, and, and there's a, they made an action figure with a little, a little one. Aww. The little one's cute. I, I will call her Jill. <laughs> yeah, so... There's also uh, what's her name? That's Anakin, babe, you know Anakin Solo's friend in now Legends, uh, that goes to the Jedi Academy with Jason, Jaina, and Anakin. Back to, t- Tenel, not Tenelka, Tahiri, Tahiri. Yeah, is she in the comics or anything? Because I don't know if we've seen her. Uh, she has drawings. I don't remember. Interesting. Because in the young Jedi novels, like they had pictures. Well, I know in the Dark Horse thing, the Jedi Tuscan, they, he dies. And so Kaidamoni takes his son and beca- his son becomes his Padawan. Yeah. But it's, so that's an interesting thing in, inside of uh, Star Wars as science fiction. The Mandalorian is charging the way, which is they're keeping mysteries still inside of it. The, they're, they're not going to explain everything away. And exactly. I think that's exactly. I, I think, think it's great. Too much content now explains everything away. Like I don't need to know all these things. Like, well, just let it exist as it. You right. know, I was talking to uh, somebody right before we we did this podcast, and they were, he, you know, he mentioned that he was concerned with is season two going to just be an info dump? Yeah. And I'm like, I I don't think so. season one wasn't. I mean, season one, Kevin shows up and they're like, "This is Kevin, and this is the way." And you're like, "What? Okay, we accept the baby Yoda." <laughs> so I know a lot of people, and and I, I heard part of the conversation. And I thought that was interesting and valid points, but part of it is um, there's a lot of us that have this love for Star Wars that watch it, and we watch the show differently than I mean, not even my wife. She knows enough to be entertained by it further, but like there are people that I know in my life that just watch it because of cute baby Yoda. Right, and they have no idea of Star Wars right. beyond that, and they're getting what they want out of it. Yeah. They're getting the pieces. Yeah. They're yeah. maybe not as as excited every Friday as I am. Well, but so uh, along that point, when I when my wife watched it because I like finished watching it, and I said, <laughs> "Sorry, could help it." I don't get it. Is Borat? <laughs> my wife. Never seen either of them. My wife. Anyway. Uh, I told her I was like he's lunch slowly break. but surely turning into Justina. You know, says he's just not seen enough yeah. stuff. I just don't think Sasha, Sasha, whatever his name is, is funny. I don't think he's. Funny I don't think at all. I'm not a fan of the Borat films, but um, he's he's funny. Like I didn't like like he. I could care less about him in in Talladega Nights. Um, he's funny. I can't think of anything else I've seen him in. 
Uh, Tony Todd. His serious stuff was actually pretty good. He's done some good stuff. All right, go ahead. Anyway, uh, your wife. I messaged her. I said, "On your lunch My break." My wife. <laughs> I can't help it. No, 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 no. That's it. the one I wanted because <laughs> it wasn't a joke. Uh, <laughs> it was just given. Anyway. Third time's the charm for comedy. <laughs> um, told her on her lunch break, watch it. So when it got to the end reveal, she was like, was that? And I was like, yeah, it was. I was like, unless it was a clone that didn't age fast like the rest of them, but chances are it's him. But uh, she, she ended up saying she didn't like the episode, except for, I was like, how did you not like it? She was like, it just didn't really do anything for me. I was like, what are you talking about? You got everything you want. You got Kevin riding in a bike doing giggly face. You got him hiding in a vase. You got him hiding. Yep. You know, I was like, you got a bunch of. He's, she was like, yeah, I love that part, but the episode itself didn't feel that special to me. Interesting. So, and that's another good thing about Star Wars. Like this was this an episode four special to Scotty, right? You yep. know, even if you didn't like this one because it wasn't anything new, it was just no, a combination. No, I mean, but no, it was still I, special. Know, again, I I like the episode. I I just. Thought it would be only fair to point out that yeah. your season one, your your season premiere comes out, and it's just stuff we've seen before. So I, that's that's what I think. Yeah, no, it's just it's, but it, but it's, it meant more to you than her. She right. just, but she got her, you know, Kevin with his ears flapping in the wind as he's on the speeder bike going. He, I love that. That's my favorite shot. So. I mean, yeah. you have it on your shirt right now, kind of. I do. I just actually ordered another. Kevin shirt this week. It should be in next week. <laughs> so, oh, Caleb is here, and he's well. He, I think he's doing. He was double double checking something yeah. for me. Uh, Tahiri, Tahiri, Tahiri oh, Vela. Wait, that's a that's a sand person. She's adopted. That's she's right. Adopted she was sand. adopted by sand people. There we go. I do remember I that. You, you can't make. But I also, person. I also remember she never wears shoes. You remember that. She never wears shoes, even when she was going. She started going crazy with the Yuzon Vong. Uh, oh and boy! Didn't Vajir get a hold of her? I hate the Yuzon Vong. That and, that and also like, the death of Anakin. Yeah, and Jadis was like, Jaden was like, "Hey, we should be evil now." Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot, I forgot about that whole thing. What? Come on. That's when it was Star Wars was clearly going off the rails. No, see the well, they had planned the, the, the Killix. That's when I, they lost me. After the whole use on Vong thing, they did an insect hive mind bullshit. Oh, yeah, the, and that's when I was like, I'm done. This is stupid. It was, it was stupid. Uh, was me. Really? Yeah, I, I didn't. I, I couldn't handle it. It was a little much, but I still was in. You know you know me. I like the movies you don't like. Yeah. I, I want Star Wars content. But, like, insect hive mind people? Come on. I played 40K. Yeah, like, I know what happens Star now. Trek for me. It's getting into Star Trek. Yeah. So, uh, any other thoughts? No, I was very happy. I was, I left satisfied. Yeah, I was, I was stoked. I was, I was, I was excited. I, the, I'm, I'm not as crazy about the ending as everyone else is. Um, even if, even if, part of it's because I was spoiled, but part of it is like, even I'm like, if I didn't know, I'd be like, it's what you know, I don't know. Well, I was, it's like, how did, why there, right? All I, Danny was like, well, how did he know to be there? And I was like, all I can imagine is when was when Cobb and and Din fly up to the thing and then fly back around and then Din gets hit or uh, hits Cobb and he goes flying off. Like you yeah. got, you imagine Boba's like scavenging. He's like, 
son of a bitch. That's fantastic. Yeah, you know what it feels like. So, Betty wasn't blind though. Anyway, <laughs> that's fantastic. Um, but yeah, uh, well, um, you know, I I think it's a good episode. I, I give it a good solid A. It's not an A plus. It's not a B. It's an A. Okay, that's fine. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, I I was again. I'm happy we have it back. Oh, I'm so happy I'm, we have it I'm back. I'm looking forward to the next two months. It's it's in a good to have something to look forward to in this pandemic. Oh. In the pandemic and the, the election cycle, the election, yeah, I was gonna just say it without getting to that point, but yeah, we need something nice. I can't, you know, this airs before the it'll air Monday, so that's before the election. My favorite thing will be uh, after Wednesday is that I won't be reminded to vote on everything I do. Right. <laughs> I open my free, I open my fridge, my the butter's like, did you vote? Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> it's like and. I'm registered. I will do it. And, and I'm, I, like I get into arguments all the time because for me, there's no purpose in voting in the state of Alabama right. whatsoever, except for your local level right. stuff. But all the like, well, if you're leaning away than the rest of the state, well, it still doesn't do anything. Like right. the states, the numbers statistically are impossible to beat. Right. But also, I did want to say, everybody, go out and vote tomorrow. Uh, uh, go, go vote tomorrow. <laughs> That was just for Scotty. Now you just tortured everyone. Who like, I know. I can't wait. They're finally back. These rambling sons of bitches. And they're not going to talk about politics. Finally. And then the last bit of the show, the guy's like, ah. <laughs> no, I told you like, I was going to turn I guess I'm going to vote now. The last people told just, me. JD said it. <laughs> just like, yes. Right I was, in. I, I was waiting for JD to tell me. That's right. And Kanye. Look, I'm a rock star now, so just. I would like to say that I'm 43 and eligible. <laughs> like bachelor or? Uh, to be president. Oh, okay. Uh, and I'll my, run with you. My my platform is more Star Wars content. Okay. Vote Scotty White. The force is strong with this one. I, look, I'm in. <laughs> I think it's a great. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The t- Although the ticket, White Vertries, might uh, send the wrong message. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or the right message if we actually want to get elected. There you go. <laughs> definitely want Alabama. <laughs> Wait, he's, We're going to... He's native, but it says uh, white. I'm so confused. Look, <laughs> this is the only thing I'm going to talk about politics and I'll end the show. But just for this state... We are going to vote a football coach who decided that I just want to be senator and moved here yep. to do it. Yep. Carpet maggot, son of a... <laughs> well, I wouldn't say roll tide about him, so I can say the war eagle. Yeah, he's a war eagle fan. But, wiggle, wiggle, war, damn eagle. Not, but I'm also moved here from New York. So, right, right. I mean, you literally looked at me when you said you carpet back in son of a no, bitch. No, so, I was, like, no, like, I was well, talking about, hold, I was talking about, no, not you. I was talking about, <laughs> my, my brain was on Tommy Tubbs. Yeah, because I had made no money <laughs> Look, it, it's, it's, it, it, <laughs> and it's, it's nothing against the, 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 I don't, look, the, the Republican Party can have a guy, right? I just don't understand why this guy just moved in, moved in and, um, Literally, he's like, all right, I'm here for the, the... In the state of Alabama, you have to be in the state for 24 hours before you can run for Senate. That's true. <laughs> 24 hours. I bet, bet he stayed at the Red well, Roof. Yeah, well, he ran against Sessions, who lost. And uh, SNL didn't help Sessions, by the way. That was great. He turned him into a possum man, which was funny. 
Session needs to run for governor so he can buy my website. <laughs> Sessionsforgovernor.com. It's brilliant. It's <laughs> so, and you know, again, the way you, you know, if you, you know, Doug Jones is Doug Jones. I mean, he's he's great in Hellboy. And uh, I like him in uh, Star Trek. He's got a discovery too. He's not a bad senator. He's an okay guy. And so I just against a carpetbagging football coach who has no experience. It just bothers me. That's it. I think we should try and get him on the show. And then our voting decision live on the air is made when we ask them just three Star Wars trivia questions. <laughs> <laughs> Any of these guys could get it. I do. It for, let's do it for president. We'll invite you know Trump and Biden. Oh, and um, well, do we have a mute button? <laughs> I like the Star we Wars. We have the <laughs> though, which we can just constantly. I, I like the I like the Star Wars. Is the biggest Star Wars. I'm the biggest fan. <laughs> With the Vulcans and. Oh the come on, man! <laughs> I've seen all the Star Warses. <laughs> it would fall apart so fast it'd be amazing. Oh, what's the uh, what's the uh, libertarian one? She's, she'll be like Joe. Joe, she's like, look, look. I'm not trying to take your blasters. You're going to get to keep all your blasters. <laughs> keep all your blasters. I'm just saying that huts huts should be able to earn what they keep, right? Now, we're just trying to keep it in. Jawas, look, you trade. We like trade. It's all about trade. Good. You want you want glitter spice? Get it from yeah, Kessel. That's we're gonna make glitter spice legal for everybody. Medical use, recreational use. Perfect. There's Just don't worship the Jedi. You be alright. No, that's it. That's how it starts. I feel like we have a skit there. <laughs> this is Scotty saying this is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours. This is the way. This oh, is the wait. way. Don't you do the Star Wars thing? No, that's the other show. That's the other show. In this part of the other show? Ah, is it? <laughs> we said we were going to combine them. I didn't know we said we were going to split them. Oh. I don't. Whatever. I'm just happy we're back. May the force be with you. I knew you were going to say that. This is the way. <laughs> there we go. Mobcast Network.